Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa salli wa sallam ala sayyid al-awwaleen wa al-akhirin nabiyyana Muhammadan wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa barik wa sallam. My beloved brothers and sisters, to our friends, to our viewers, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Alhamdulillah, we have reached a very important section of the Qur'an, and that is the 14th Jews. And this is the Dawah section. And for me, as a person who has been involved in the call to Allah most of my life, alhamdulillah, uh, this is one of my most important chapters. And Allah Azza wa Jal starts off right away after ending uh, Surah Al-Hijjah and making the transition into Surah Al-Nahal. This is the chapter of the bees. Allah starts off, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. أَتَى أَمْرُ اللَّهِ فَلَا تَسْتَعْجِلُوا سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَىٰ أَمَّا يُشْرِكُونَ The event, the hour, the qiyamah, ordained by Allah will come to pass, so do not hasten it. Glory be to Allah above all they associate. And so in this verse, right from the beginning, we are given a taste of balagha, and that is the imagery of, that is the high language of the Qur'an, because the great miracle uh, of the Prophet ﷺ, the Qur'an itself, is Kalamullah. And this is not the speech of human beings. And so we translate this to say that the day of judgment ordained by Allah will come to pass. But the Arabic term that is used is Atta Amrullah, and that is the past tense. And, and so when you're reading it as an Arabic-speaking person, it's like the past, but it's the future. And, and again, it shows that this is not a human being because for Allah, the past, the present, and the future are the same. And that is a divine reality that comes directly through the language. This is also a da'wah chapter or a da'wah section in that it is dealing with universality. And that universality, I believe, is one of the key elements in the call to Islam. We are not calling to a particular school, a particular church, a particular race, a particular language. But this last message of Prophet Muhammad is to all of the human beings and the jinn. This is a universal message. And so Surah An-Nahl, gives us a beautiful description of the vegetation on earth, of the movement of the night and the day. And in verse number 36, and, and this is one of the key verses for me in understanding da'wah, Allah tells us, وَلَقَدْ بَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ رَسُولًا أَنْ يَعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ وَاجْتَنِبِ التَّاقُوتِ فَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ هَدَى اللَّهُ وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ حَقَّتْ عَلَيْهِ الدَّلَالَ فَسِيرُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ فَانْذُرُوا Allah tells us, and verily we have sent a messenger to every nation that they worship Allah and avoid false gods. From amongst them were those who Allah guided, and from amongst them were those who were destined to go astray. So travel in the earth, travel in the earth and see what was the end of those who lied. And so this beautiful verse, this dawah-oriented verse, that is the call. It tells us 
that prophets and messengers were sent to every nation, kulli ummah. So it's not just sent to Arabs. It's not just sent to Semitic-speaking people. It's sent to all of humanity. Prophets came to China. Prophets came to India. Prophets came to Europe. Prophets came to the Americas, to Africa, to all parts of the world. Messengers were sent. And this is important when we are making the call that we are not dealing with infidels. We are not dealing with people who do not have a sense of the message. Every human being was born with the fitrah, with the natural tendency to submit to the creator of the heavens and the earth. So what we are doing is we are calling what is already inside of the human being. And that approach gives us a completely different look at non-Muslims, at people who are not within our faith. It also gives us a different understanding of history itself, the history of Tawheed, the history of monotheism. It does not begin with Semitic prophets, but it is something from the beginning of time, the beginning of human beings. That means that Africa is right there at the beginning. And with the movement of human beings also, this connection with the Creator also moved with them. And so that universality is a very important point when we are dealing with the human family. But also within this chapter, we are given the direction that we call not only through human concepts and human interactions, but also interactions with the, ve the vegetable world, with also with the animals with the insects. And this chapter is the chapter of the bee. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the 68th verse and on, وَأَوْحَى رَبُّكَ إِلَى النَّحْلِ أَنِ اتَّخِذِي مِنَ الْجِبَالِ بُيُوتَ وَمِنَ الشَّجْرِ وَمِمَّا يَعْرِشُونَ And so Allah tells us, and your Lord inspired the bees, saying, take habitations in the mountains and in the trees and in what they erect. And it continues, and it said, and then eat and drink, and there will emerge from you this beautiful liquid substance. And so what is beautiful about uh, this verse is it shows i'jaz. It shows the miracle of the Quran, number one, because it is saying, kuli. these verses are saying, uh, it is describing the bees in the feminine sense. And it's only recently that science has shown us that the bees that go out and collect are actually the females. The males are the drones that impregnate the queen. But it is the females who are doing the work and moving around. How could a man in way back in Arabia, 1400 years ago, know that bees that are collecting honey, collecting the pollen, they're feminine? This is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It also shows us the importance of honey, the importance of natural things. And so that, again, is the concept that eat and drink halalan tayyiba, eat from the earth which is permissible and wholesome. And honey is the best way that we go for sweet things and avoid the artificial sugars in this world. Also in Surah An-Nahl is, is probably the most critical verse in understanding how to apply the da'wah today, and that is verse number 125 and on, 
where it says, "Ud'u ila sabili rabbika bil hikmati wal mawidatil hasana, wajadilhum billati hiya ahsan." Inna rabbaka huwa a'lamu biman dalla an sabili, wa huwa a'lamu bil muhtadin. Call to the way of your Lord with wisdom and fair preaching, and debate with them in the best way. Surely your Lord is well aware of those who are guided. He is well aware of those who go astray. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us clearly that the da'wah should be done with wisdom. And wisdom, number one, comes naturally from experiences in life, but it also comes from the revelation. So the more we understand from the revelation is the more wisdom that we have. And so putting things in the proper place. So it's not how much you know. It's not what you memorize. It's how you apply it. That is the key thing in the call. That is the key thing in the application of Islam today. We are dealing in many cases with people who are coming with their own narrow ethnic approach to Islam. They impose it upon others. They deal with uh, non-Muslims in a negative fashion. That is not the call of the Prophet Muhammad Wasallam. That's not the call. This is a universal call, and we can gain wisdom by understanding not only our sources, but history itself. In each area that we call, understand the history of the people. Understand the movement of Islam into that part of the world. How many of us know about Islam in Australia? How many of us know about Islam in South Africa? How many of us know about Islam in the Caribbean region? And so the universality is a critical part of the message. And this 14th section is, is a beautiful example of the divine revel revelation, giving us the concept of universality that will then inspire us to give the type of dawah, the type of outreach that can go all around the world and reach all types of people. I leave you with these thoughts and I ask Allah to inspire us with that feeling to do the da'wah, to go out there and give the message in a positive way and add something to humanity and gain the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I leave you with these thoughts. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa akhira da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.